Rhythm of Hope, a program of the Love and Sambu Music Ministries, airs on Hope Stream FM every Sunday at 10 a.m. with Pastor Chigazi 80 and Pastor Solomon O'Connell. Join us as we X-ray the fundamental teachings of the Bible. Welcome to another edition of Rhythm of Hope, a program brought to you by the Love Ensemble Music Ministries of the Seventh-day Adventist Church in Port Harcourt. Today, you will be blessed by the ministrations of God's servant, Pastor Solomon O'Connell and Love Ensemble. May God minister to you. Were you Welcome to another episode of Rhythm of Hope broadcast and thank you for following us on radio and through the various media. My name is Pastor Solomon Odiyebuchi Okono. Please come with me to Revelation 13, 1-4. And I stood upon the sand of the sea and saw a beast rise up out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns, and upon his horns ten crowns, and upon his heads the name of blasphemy. And the beast which I saw was like unto a leopard, and his feet were as the feet of a bear, and his mouth as the mouth of a lion. And the dragon gave him his power, and his seat, and great authority. And I saw one of his heads as it were wounded to death, and his deadly wound was healed. And all the world wandered after the beast, and they worshipped the dragon which gave power unto the beast. And they worshipped the beast, saying, 
who is like unto the beast, who is able to make war with him. Shall we pray? Almighty Father, thank you for extending your grace again to us to study your word this moment. I ask you, Lord, to please open the minds of your children who are under the influence of my voice right now, that they may hear you speak to them through your servant, and that they may respond positively to God's word. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Last week, I explained with the Bible the meaning of the word woe, which is used in Revelation 12 verse 12. I showed you that the word woe is a pronouncement of judgment and a language of warning. I also showed you how you are affected by the battle between God and Satan. We learned in that lesson that each one of us has a choice to make with respect to who to follow between God and Satan. Always remember, my friend, that whatever choice you make has an eternal consequence. I encourage you to choose to stand for God, to glorify God, your maker and the creator of all things, so that you may secure your eternal destiny with him. In today's broadcast, I shall unfold the identity of a beast that arose out of the sea in Revelation 13, and I will explain his characteristics as revealed by the text. Revelation chapter 13 depicts the devil walking through earthly powers to demand your worship. But God invites you in Revelation chapter 14 to worship him alone. The related issue in both chapter 13 and 14 of Revelation is to who will mankind pledge total loyalty? In the final scene of earth's history, humanity will be divided over the question of worship. But God is clear on this subject of worship. If any man worship the beast and his image and receive his mark in his forehead, or in his hand, the same shall drink of the wine of the wrath of God, which is poured out without mixture into the cup of his indignation. And he shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and in the presence of a lamb. Revelation 14, 9 and 10. He appeals to you today, worship him that made the heavens and the earth, the sea and the fountains of water. Revelation 14, verse 7. As we go through this lesson, Keep in mind the questions, who will I worship and to who will I pledge my loyalty? My colleague and brother, Pastor Chigo Zieti, had already explained to you in one of his presentations that a beast in prophecy means king, kingdom, authority, or power. But what is the meaning of a sea out of which this new beast of Revelation 13 emerged? In prophecy, water or sea means peoples, multitudes, nations, and tongues or languages. Revelation 17 verse 15 And he said unto me, The waters which you saw are peoples and multitudes and nations and tongues. What is the meaning of the seven heads and ten horns? Some interpreters regard the seven heads as seven major powers in history that opposed God's truth and God's people. According to these interpreters, the seven heads represent Egypt, Medopatia, Greece, Pagan Rome, and purple Rome. But this interpretation is wrong. The head in this chapter represents an institution which, though initially religious, later takes on a political position in addition to its religious power. And the seven heads are leaders of the same organization or institution who occupied the seat of authority at different times in history and who Satan used to persecute God's people during that time in history. Revelation 17, 9-11 History confirms that the ten horns symbolize the nations 
that sprang out of the Roman Empire after the collapse of that empire. After the collapse of the Roman Empire, the empire split into ten kingdoms from where the modern nations of Europe emerged. Historically, these nations have been identified as the Alamanni, out of which the nation of Germany emerged, the Franks, from where we have the nation of Franks today, the Sauvi, which gave birth to the nation of Portugal, the Vandals, which was exterminated, the Burgundians, which today is the nation of Switzerland, the Visigoths, which gave birth to Spain, the Anglo-Saxons, which became the nation of England, the Ostrogoths, which was also exterminated, the Lombards, which is today the nation of Italy, and the Heruli, which also was exterminated. We shall study about the exterminated nations in future. You can confirm the historical authenticity of this interpretation on chapter 10 of Edward Gibbon's book, Decline and Fall of the Roman Empire. You can trust the Bible, my friend. The Bible, as a book, is historically and scientifically correct. What are the characteristics of the beast from the sea? Regarding the attitude of a beast, John writes, And upon his head the name of blasphemy. What is the meaning of the blasphemous name which was upon the heads of the beast? The blasphemous name points to the divine title which the beast claims. You learned in a previous lesson that the dragon, the pagan Roman Empire, empowered by Satan, gave the beast his power, his throne, and great authority, just as the Father has given his throne and authority to Jesus Christ. Revelation 2 verse 27 So Satan invests the beast as his corrigent and representative on earth. John saw that one of the characteristics of the heads of the beasts is blasphemy. In the Bible, blasphemy means to claim equality with God. See how John in John chapter 10 verse 33 helps us understand this fact. The Jews answered him saying, For a good work we stone thee not, but for blasphemy, and because thou, being a man, makest thyself God. So blasphemy is for a man who is a human being created to make himself God. In the encyclical letter of Pope Leo VIII, written on June 20, 1894, the Pope wrote, We hold upon this earth the place of God Almighty. In fact, on the tiara or crown and the staff of the Pope is written, Vicarius Filidei, a Latin expression which means the vicar or representative of Christ or the representative of the Son of God. But 2 Chronicles 20 verse 6 reveals that God is in heaven, but he rules over heaven and over the earth and over all the kingdoms of the nations. Nobody holds the place of God. So one way to identify the beast of Revelation 13 is that he pronounces and makes himself God. Blasphemy could also mean the action of usurping God's authority. Mark 2, 5-7 When Jesus saw their fate, he said unto the sick of a palsy, Thy sins have been forgiven. But certain of the scribes were there, sitting and reasoning in their hearts. Why does this man speak blasphemies? Who can forgive sin but God only? This text reveals that only God can forgive sin. So we learn from the text that another way to identify the beast of Revelation 13 is that he claims to forgive sins. The blasphemies of the sea beast are directed against God to blaspheme his name, his tabernacle, and those who dwell in heaven. Revelation 13 verse 6 The dwelling of God is a sanctuary in heaven 
where Christ ministers on our behalf. The sea beast seeks to negate Christ's mediatorial work by attempting to replace it with a human priesthood that claims to administer salvation and forgiveness of sins in God's sanctuary. To assume these powers that belong only to God is to usurp God's authority and to blaspheme God. During the Dark Ages, those who refused to submit to the authority of the Pope were sorely persecuted. Some were roasted. Many were skimmed alive. Others to lions were hauled. Hundreds were imprisoned. Thousands were abandoned in dungeons. Countless others experienced persecution and martyrdom. But they held on to their faith even to death. For though they came face to face with death, but they could say, We will not be afraid of he who can kill only the mortal body. We will rather be afraid of he who has powers to kill and to waste in hell. To make that decision to stand for God is not easy. It is the most difficult thing to do. But remember, the reward of being faithful far outweighs whatever temporary peace or gains you can ever have. It will not be easy with you as you make the decision to stand for Jesus today. Satan will wield his attacks towards you. But to all who will overcome, God promises, eyes have not seen. Ears have not heard, neither has it entered into the mind of man what God has prepared for those who love him. Jesus calls you right now to search for the truth. And when you have discovered it, he pleads with you to take a decision to give your life to him, to love him, to worship him only, to serve him, to defend his cause, even with your life. Would you love to make that decision right now? I would love to pray with you. Please pray with me. Most loving and ever-living Father, thank you for your word that has been presented again to your children. Lord, I pray, please touch the hearts of this your child to seek only the truth and to remain committed to the hearing and the doing of this truth that all aspects of his life, all aspects of our life may be touched. In the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Next week on Reading of Hope broadcast, what does the beast with two horns like a lamb represent? What does the number 666 really mean? Join me next week as we answer these questions. Until then, God bless you. I'm sure you've been blessed by the ministrations of Pastor Solomon Okonu and Lavin Sambo. For prayers, counseling, and inquiries, please call 0703 486 7027. Do well to join us next Sunday for another edition. Till then, rejoice in hope, be patient in tribulation, and be constant in prayer. God bless you. Rhythm of Hope was brought to you by the Love Ensemble Music Ministries of the Seventh-day Adventist Church in Port Harcourt. Rhythm of Hope, a program of the Love and Sambu Music Ministries, airs on Hope Stream FM every Sunday at 10 a.m. with Pastor Chigazi 80 and Pastor Solomon O'Connell. Join us as we x ray the fundamental teachings of the Bible. Rhythm of Hope.